Guys, Ryan Bidolf here, blogging from Paradise. Wanted to delve into this concept. We're going to go live on Facebook, live on Twitter, start in your space. All right, dudes and dudettes. Whoa, this looks interesting. Got to get a better lighting situation here. Uh, no permissions granted. Camera. Wow. All right, guys, I just want to talk about problems and where they exist. And that would be, of course, 100% of the time in your mind. And this is actually very refreshing because... Oh, here we go. We got space going up. Skip. All right, cool. Mic is off. Mic is on. Cool. All right, guys. <clears throat> All problems and struggles exist solely in your mind. Now, the reason why I wanted to drill down on this simple blogging and life truth is because there really appears to be a lot of problems in the world right now appear to be going through some real stuff and are getting set up in new surroundings, so I don't really know. Oh, it seems like it's pretty dim in here. Huh, thought it'd be better lighting in here, but oh well. well. You know what? I think I have another spot where this might work. Oh no, actually, that's actually not half bad. If I bring this right into me, right? Ah, uh, that will be key. All right, we can work with that. Guys, all problems and struggles exist in your mind. Now, it looks like something's happening out there and that you're a victim of what's going on out there. It may be body stuff. I'm sick. This happened to me. It may be financial stuff. It may be relationship stuff. It may be government stuff. It may be lost stuff. It may be anything where you feel like you're a victim Something's doing something to you and you don't believe that you have power. But that is not true. That's BS. All of the images and upsetting situations and circumstances are 100% of the time occurring in your mind because you see what you project from your mind across the board. You're never a victim. It's always what you're projecting. Now, the problem with this mentality for the world, a.k.a. most of the world, who chooses not to be responsible for their thoughts, feelings, and actions, is the moment you share this simple but God-like truth. I mean, imagine the moment you accept this idea in your mind that the problem is not out there, the struggle's not out there, the issue's not out there, but it's in your mind. You become free of the problem and the struggle, but, 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 and this is a big but, you have to face, feel, and release the fear, the guilt, the grief, the rage in your mind that you're projecting out onto the world 
that appears to be creating that image. That seems like it's happening out there. And for most minds in the world, since they're, they seem to be so deeply into the ego that does this projection thing, they would rather die, let their body, body puppet die. They'd rather die than face that truth. And in truth, a lot of people do a good job of doing that, <laughs> right? If you look around and you see there's so much victim, not the victim mentality, but a victim mind, a mind that's like, I'm a victim of everything and everyone or some people, some other people, I'm not a victim, but I'm in control of them and I'm above them. I'm below. It's just the ego is a, it's a literal nightmare. It's not like a nightmare. It's a nightmare because it looks at all of your problems, all of your struggles, all of your issues, all of everything in the world that just seems to be, hey, wait a second, only for me. Hey, I want people in on this. What's going on here? Oh, share a tweet. Hey, stop this. Twitter. Oh, wait a second. Is that a victim mentality? My space. Mindset. Training. I'm big on the simulcast, guys. I'm not going to waste my time here. Quote, unquote. Okay. If you want a glaring real world example, look at, say, a war or an invasion or something in that mentality of that's happening out there completely independent of me and my mind it's just horrible it's this it's that that experience is unfolding to trigger the fear the guilt the grief the pain fear in your mind that you're projecting onto that seeming event now, how many human beings are you going to talk to today or talk to them that will say, yeah, I own my life, I own my mind, and I'm in complete control of, well, maybe not complete control right now of how I think and feel, but I'm moving towards that with mind training. So if something unfolds, it's for me, not to me. How many people are you coming across who are saying this to you? <laughs> Probably not too many unless you hang in very elevated circles as far as elevated consciousness, happy people, peaceful people, empowered people. I'm saying people, but ultimately it's their minds. So one of the first steps as you accept this truth, every problem and struggle is in my mind because I'm projecting it out there through fear. You're going to start facing and feeling the fears in your mind, but you're also probably going to cut the strings of other with other minds or, or people, beings who appear to be victims appear because in their mind, they say, I'm a victim of this. This happened to me. This is an uncomfortable, uncomfortable experience. And I know myself, the farther back I go in my mind, I have to keep pumping up against fear, guilt, grief, rage, sadness, the illusion of body symptoms. Stuff happens in your body. You're projecting it down there. Your mind is God, not capital G, but it is a God, 
lowercase g-o-d. It's projecting everything all the time. Any idea that's against that is insane. It's not sane. However, there's a very strong illusion, and it's still an illusion, called the world that tries to, courtesy of the ego, drill into your mind again and again and again and again and again and millions and millions and millions and millions of times over the average human lifetime that you are a victim and that the world is a nightmare which it is the world i'm talking about being a victim and you know giving up your responsibility and that things are happening to you not for you and that you need stuff things people circumstances outside of you need from a place of fear and attachment so the world is literally insane, but because you see this illusion, it appears to be really strong of most minds around you behaving in that fashion. If you don't face your own fears again and again by getting deeper and deeper and deeper into your mind, you're going to think it's normal and that it's natural and that it's the way the world is. And the people that take full responsibility for their mind that say, oh, that problem's in my mind, that struggle's in my mind, they're going to look insane to you. They're going to sound crazy. And most of the world will tell them they're insane. It's not because they are. It's because when you don't understand something from a deep emotion of fear, guilt, and just uh, rage and all this pent up stuff that you bury in your mind over decades, the first thing to do when someone reveals the truth to you that you're fully responsible for the problems and struggles in your life because you're creating them in your mind. You're creating and projecting. That's what's happening. This is this is godlike. It's godlike. The first reaction that the ego, rather than step into and say, yeah, it's true, the first reaction is to lash out in rage and say, no, you're crazy. You're this, you're that, it's your fault, which is more of the victim mentality. It's more of the victim mind, a mind that is a victim to circumstances. Now, this is an uncomfortable concept to own, to step into, because it forces you to give up step by step every fear fueling a victim thought and feeling that's kicking around in your mind right now. And it's not going to all happen at once, usually. <laughs> it doesn't usually happen that way. But it's a slow and steady progression of the world being reflected back to your mind and you saying, okay, where am I at with this? Now, in my life, I've, over the course of my online career and really life, I've had a number of struggles. Every single struggle, every single problem for a pretty sustained period of time because I was not facing my fears and stepping into my guilt and really applying this truth. For a while, these problems appeared to control me. The struggles appeared to control me. And it was because my mind thought victim. This is happening to you and not for you. This is something you can't overcome. This, And a lot of people around me in various circles a long time ago, they agreed. So since we all agreed, I thought, okay, this is the way the world is in my mind. And I was more of a victim. <clears throat> but progressively, as I became more aware of these individuals that would say, take complete responsibility for your life. 
And then an even more seemingly radical concept of every problem or struggle is a fear in your mind that you're projecting onto the world. Wow, that felt really uncomfortable because it forced me to delve into emotions of fear, guilt, shame, embarrassment, sharing these concepts, knowing that full well and it's happened in the past and it, it triggers fear in some people that their victim mind. And it says, no, you can't. This is this. Evil's real. This is real. But it's all in your mind. And most people, since they don't accept that truth, they cling to an illusion and they remain victimized seemingly by conditions, circumstances, problems, struggles. I've been struggling for so many years. Like I, I think about I read and apply A Course in Miracles, and David Hoffmeister is just the teacher of the book, <clears throat> talks about how people share that they're 26, 25-year students. They've been studying the book for 25 years, and they're still having a bad day, and they're struggling, and they can't get these concepts down. And it's because they just don't step into this concept now, and they didn't step into it 25 years ago. And all of us, it may take a bit, but... If it's a quarter century, guys, it's like, come on. Like he says that, come on, guys, still having a bad day. It's like you have to either own this and free yourself and face the fears and be at peace and be happy and just see circumstances as just reflections of your mind. And the problems and struggles dissolve fast when you really step into it. Or they may stick around for a while to keep reminding you that it's some fear that you're projecting, that you're co-creating. And it's up to you to say, this is not happening to me. It didn't go away. It didn't come back to my mind. I dreamed it. Created it in my mind. Not comfortable. Because deep underneath that creation, there's a fear. And the fear is usually one of these three absolutely horrible feeling emotions. Guilt. Could be four, really. Guilt. Grief embarrassment and shame. These are four of the lowest emotions. They feel horrible, feeling humiliated, feeling absolute overburdening, it seems like overpowering guilt. But the emotions are in your mind and if you feel them and release them, you'll feel better and you'll spot that your problem, you'll start understanding, oh man, he's telling the truth here and all these wise, all these enlightened beings Jesus through the Course in Miracles, Jesus Christ and the Bible. But in the Course in Miracles, it's given to you straight. That's why a lot of people do not like the book or do not like, do not like certain aspects of the book. Course in Miracles, Jesus says, <sighs> brace yourself. Brace yourself, guys, <laughs> especially Christians. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so, you have to remember, this book is the mind of Christ. So you have to remember if this is a perfected being, a perfected mind, some of what he shares is going to sound insane to you. The ego is going to say it's insane. The ego is going to rage against it. The ego is going to feel guilty. It's going to slay it. It's going to say it's sacrilegious. It's going to say it's uh, he's uh, nuts. But Jesus said in the Course that the world was made as an attack on God. 
and anything otherwise is a misunderstanding. And that he's saying, and this is a, it's a huge source of problem and struggles, that we're only spirits. That's our soul reality. And that we created this physical world to out of guilt as an attack. Because a spirit would never create, spirit creates spirit. Matter comes from nothing. Spirit comes from spirit, matter comes from nothing. Spirit comes from... All these sound radical, they sound insane, but when you really are willing to let go of, to face your fear and to face your guilt and to face your rage and to face all the dogma and all these ideas based that were misunderstandings, misunderstandings, you'll see that all the problems and struggles in the world are... The ego projecting its fear and pain and saying, it's out there, it's not me, it's not me. And the solution is saying, this whole world has nothing to do with God. Because pure light and pure love, that's all God ever has been for infinity, would not create problems and struggle. He wouldn't do it. He, we say he as a projection, but let's just say he, it. Light and love would never create problems and struggle. You can't say it would. That's not sane, guys. We have to think about this. Think think sane. Don't think insane. Think sane. Would infinite light and peace and love create, let's get a little topical now, create a war in the Ukraine and Russia? Infinite light and love, that's all God is. He doesn't know what a war is. He doesn't know what sickness is. He doesn't know what mental illness is. He knows none of this. The ego created it as an attack on God. The more you really think this through and you don't just seize and go, that's not the case. This said this, that book said this, this book said this. You'll see that there's no way that all these problems and struggles could have come from this infinite love. It's impossible because infinite love can't create anything else. Doesn't that make logical sense, guys? And that's what Jesus says in the course. You can't have fear come from love. You can't have matter come from spirit. We're all spirits, guys. Spirit animating this puppet through our mind. And when you really get into your mind, you're going to have moments of clarity and peace that you've never had. But there's one very important thing to keep in mind as you're doing this problem and struggle bit. And just delving into it and saying, it's in my mind, I'm projecting. It's in my mind, I'm projecting. In my projecting, co-creating. It's going to happen when you set aside significant time to do it with, and my preferred book, you do whatever. There's meditating, there's yoga, there's just observation. There's so many different ways and means. It's not the action. It's what resonates with you. But for me, when I read The Course in Miracles, when I listen to David or I listen to the audiobook version, you'll find chapters, a lot of it on uh, YouTube. If you look up A Course in Miracles, that's one of the first organic search results that comes up, I think, however many first chapters. It's very. But it's understanding that you don't do this. You apply it practically real world, real world, you know, level throughout your whole day. But you have to sit down and do the course and sit down and meditate and start thinking about this, not run off to work and get around to this on the weekend. Because if you're not applying it at work, if you're not applying it now, if you're not applying it with business, if you're not applying it with 
all these aspects of your life, it won't take root and you'll get back into the victim mentality. And you'll say, no, there is fear. There is guilt. There is struggle. There are struggles out there. There are problems out there. There's a, there's a politician doing this to me. That projects your fear back to you. Do you guys want to be right or do you want to be at peace? That's the freaking question. And it's going to be very uncomfortable to do this. And it's uncomfortable a little bit for me to even talk about it because I was raised Christian and Catholic. And I believe very deeply in certain misunderstandings that I'm realizing now the deeper I get into my mind, the more I listen to the Holy Spirit, Jesus's voice. Well, no, they're both different, but I mean, kind of, yes, this is kind of his agencies, but, and you hear that voice and you just hear love, help, do the video, say the world's making attack on God. They <laughs> got to say it. Most of the teachers, like the master events, they don't talk about this. Marianne Williams is not talking about this. She's talking about manifesting for this and that and running for. She's not talking about the world's made an attack on God. David talks about that. It's very uncomfortable. You have to get very deep into these fears in your mind and say, well, people think people will hate me. People will say I'm wrong. People say Jesus. Read. I swear, do whatever you do. But if you want to, if you really if you look at my life and you see how I help people, so many people say how you help people, Ryan, and the life you live. And your attitude and your mentality. Before I even knew the principles in the book, I was practicing some of them. And then as I've delved into the book, and this is ACIM.org, A Course in Miracles. Independent of what your ego says, and it's going to be your ego, it's not going to be your love. You're never going to look at anything I say and say, no, you're wrong. No, you don't got that right. That's not love. That's never would be. Never would be. It doesn't happen that way. If you read this book and apply the lessons, you'll get the topic of this video and you will have a peace of mind and a love and compassion, just love for everything as it unfolds before you. If you do that, and that's up to you and you have to do it in your mind first. And your ego will kick and scream and it'll say, no, the problem's out there. No, the struggle's out there. No, I've even shared stuff talking about the dominant news headline that they decided to start running a couple of years ago. And even as I've discussed some of these ideas of getting into your mind, seeing what's going on, facing your fear, you'd be free of it. You'd forgive it. That's it is forgiveness, forgiveness of fear, forgiving the world. A lot of folks are talking about doing things with met, washing your hand. It's just like, guys, you have to understand that every problem and struggle in your life is in your mind projected out into the world. And that's what frees you from it. As long as you hold on to that projection, you think like a victim and you'll be victimized by it. And it's not their fault. They're just giving you what your mind's putting out there. And this goes for everybody. And this is especially egregiously, very sinisterly, <laughs> in a very sinister fashion, this mindset is... This, this, the, the, really the, the opposite of this is the appearance appears to be injected into your mind through politics, some aspects of religion, some aspects. There's just some misunderstandings. Jesus says misunderstanding. That's all. Government, laws, jobs, debt slave model, war machine. When you get deeper and deeper into your mind, you're going to be like, holy smokes. This guy's not kidding. 
And I'm not talking about me as much, but when you read the course and you're like, man, this uh, Jesus isn't kidding. <laughs> He's not joking. I mean, it took us 2000 years for us to allow him in through the course to hear his mind. And when you practice, no matter how much your ego kicks and screams, it says, no way, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Have you read this? Have you read this? And that's the ego. It's not love. It's not Jesus. There's no way Jesus would never do that. It's if you look at your when you saw your baby. For the first time, if you want a little idea, a tiny glimpse, which is beyond, and you thought of that love, if you have kids, that love and that bounding, and even that, obviously, there's some attachment there, but just that pure love of like love and love and love, that's Jesus. So you wouldn't look at the child and be like, there would be nothing other than pure love. There would be no anger, guilt, sin, rage. And that's. You take Jesus, that feeling, and then times it by a million and God by a million to a billion. It's just, it's infinite love. And you start seeing all the problems and the struggles, in, they're in your mind and you have to face the fear. Once you face fear and release the fears progressively, steadily, then the problems and the struggles dissolve. And it's more love and peace and you'll be listening to your intuition, the Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus. And it's just, and you'll follow their advice, follow their guidance, and life will get easier. And sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. There'll be some fears to dive into, but progressively over illusion of time, it will get easier because you realize there's no problems. There's no struggles. I imagined it all. I dreamed it all. And you'll see what appears to be problems and struggles as you're getting deeper into your mind. And you realize, oh, that's just a bunch of minds that are scared and they didn't face it. So they feel they're victims. Believe that. Which is not true. It's an illusion. Yet, you'll be more free of it. And how do you teach them? Create a video like this. Do the Course in Miracles. Listen to your intuition. Be a miracle worker. Share these truths, no matter how uncomfortable. And it happens when you set aside the time, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, two hours, every day to do this stuff. It will never happen just sitting at your job. It will never happen cleaning the dogma. It will never happen when you're into politics. It will never happen when you're into the government. It will never happen when you're sitting around afraid of laws. It will never happen when you're... The, gossiping it'll never happen when you're just watching in the video and this video if you're watching it awesome or the podcast or twitter or whatever but it'll never happen when you're just oh this is great and then in the next moment as soon as i end this content as soon as i hit stop if you just go back to the world and you don't train your mind you will never make these realizations during this human lifetime you have to set aside a half hour today and say i'm gonna buy that course of miracles or i'm gonna start watching the videos on uh, YouTube or, you know, buying it is optimal. And I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start meditating. Or I'm just going to start thinking about this idea because the ego is ingenious. It's sinister. It's clever. And it'll say, well, that's not really important. What's most important is you take care of yourself. And uh, some of these concepts are insane. So why don't you just get back to being a victim and look at the news and say how horrible it is, the conflict and the war and this whole scary situation. I mean, Kelly and I just saw this lady out here outside Atlanta, and she's probably 80 and nice, very nice lady. But everybody in there had the diapers on the face. And it was just like she looked at us and we didn't have diapers on. And she said, is it OK not to wear your mask? And I was like, yeah, pretty sure. Kelly's like, yeah. And you think of someone in their mind, probably 80, and for the past two years, almost to the date, she's been putting the mask on. That's not only the fear 
but it's thinking, is it okay? Will I get in trouble? Is it allowed? Everybody else is doing it. There's not a sweet woman, but like the mind, there's not, it's not, there's not, there's victim. There's no strength there. There's no seeing through it. And that's billions of minds. And they look at this topic and it's, no, no, that has power over us. No, we're co-creating it with this godlike mind, which is an illusion because there's no, it's an illusion. It's symbols and it appears to be real, but the only reality is love and spirit. And if that sounds insane to you, your mind is filled with fear. There's no way it could be otherwise. If your mind was filled with love, like a Christ or a Buddha or a Dalai Lama, you'd see through the illusions. Have compassion. But the best way to teach people is to show them through your example. It's not to pity them because then that shows you're stepping into the illusion because of the fear in your mind. It's not to fight. When you're fighting, you're afraid. That's fear in your mind. That's, that only makes the illusion seem stronger. Again, look at conflicts and wars, whatever the hell's going on. It's like, look at that. Afraid, 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 afraid. And it's a bunch of minds. And if you're following it, you're co-creating. Everybody co-creates in their mind. Wow. How about facing the fear in your mind and the struggles and the obstacles and just seeing that and being like, it's all in my mind. Why don't I step in there? Why don't I step right in? And that's when everything really begins to pop. I'm starting to sweat here. It feels so good. Some of it's because it's like almost 80, mid-70s today in Atlanta. Atlanta area. <clears throat> you know, we're in the suburbs outside, fairly outside of Atlanta. So, new house hit. So, guys, if you have any problem in your life, any struggle, it's fear in your mind. It's guilt. It's grief. These, these cousins of fear, but these quote-unquote manifestations of fear, own that. And when you do, you have to face the fear that's fueling it. But the more you face, feel, and release these fears, it's unpleasant. The problems will start to dissolve. The struggles will start to dissolve. Sometimes just organically, like they'll go away. Or other times you'll have opportunities will pop in your mind. You'll get that guidance from the intuition, call it spirit, call it Jesus, whatever. Like David says, call it Fred. If you want your gut, really, the intuition. And when you follow that guidance, then... The problems dissolve and disappear. And you'll see, oh, it was all in my mind. And this is a slow and steady organic process that gets a little messy because there's a lot of emotions to face, feel, and release. But doesn't it make sense to be free of being a victim and to be in control of your mind or in greater control and to train it and then not to have the problems and to feel good? You have to think long haul here, long term. And it's non-compromising if you're making compromises, you're stepping back into the illusion because of the fear in your mind. It's never out there. It's not. It's uncompromising, non-compromising. This is 100% true. Across the board, no exceptions for anything. Because once you make an exception, you say that you're a victim. And then you step away from God. God didn't create victims. He created light and love and oneness. And that's why the course is so good, because Jesus reminds you of how insane the world is and the cults and all these other ideas. And it's it's enlightening because it's his mind. For the longest time, I was scared to say that there was fear in my mind and guilt and people. And I'm just like, what am I sitting around afraid for? He's the source. He's like, come on, you got to do it. You got to do it. Come on, come on, come on. I mentioned it today. So today I'm sweating here and I feel good and I thank you so much for your love and support and watching the video and feel free to share it and 
the more you just step into these fears, the solutions arise and you realize, oh, shoot, it's all been in my mind the whole time. I've been dreaming it. Now, it appears to be real and it seems to be real. But the more you go into your mind, you step out of these realms. Like I don't follow fear predominantly. So I don't follow the news. I don't follow politics because that's all victim mentality. This one has power. Of course they do. They do. No, you change your mind and they don't. The news doesn't. You lose total taste for fear. You lose a taste for it and all that BS and giving away your power and viewing yourself in your mind as a victim. You lose total taste for it when you step into this concept. And then not only that, you become in greater control of your mind and you never see yourself as a victim and you realize, oh, you take full responsibility and life gets easier. Why not make it easier? If it's tough there's some, for like decades and struggle, then you're it's your, it's your mind. It's not anything else. Oh, wait a second. Did Twitter go off? Hey, Twitter, that wasn't nice. Oh, whatever. This Facebook stuck around. Well, it's very weird spaces. All right, guys, I'm going to roll. Thank you so much for joining, everybody. It's all in your mind. Everything's in your mind. Right now, it's in your mind. It's in your mind. It's in your mind. It's in your mind. Get really comfortable with this concept, and it feels uncomfortable for the emotions, the fears fueling the problems and the struggles, but you start seeing it's literally my mind. I'm projecting it outward. The opportunities arise for forgiving, for facing the fear, for giving the world, for giving, letting it go, letting go of the problems, letting go of the struggles, like ownership in your mind. Then as you let them go, they're not there. And you're not feeling bad because you're facing the fear that fueled this type of victim, victim. No, you're dreaming it. You're projecting. It's in your mind. Then when you let it go, you see, oh, yeah, it was always in my mind. And then you don't gravitate towards victims and fear and fighting like your mind doesn't project that. It goes into love and care and service. And you're like, holy smokes, this is an entirely different reality. That feels a lot better. I mean, people look at Kelly and I like we're gods or aliens or something. You travel all around the world. I had to face a lot of fears over the years in our minds. And we had to really shift hardcore big time from having a victim mentality of, well, I need this job and they have control over me and a paycheck has control over me. And I got to be here because this family member has control over me. I'd be guilty about leaving this, be guilty about leaving that, be guilty about leaving that. You have to step into the victimhood in your mind. And say that struggle, that problem is in my mind and fear. And if I could step into it and feel it and forgive it and let it go, then I'll start feeling so much better predominantly over time, you know, progressively, organically. And you'll begin listening to that perfect guidance, which feels sometimes it's uncomfortable, but overall it feels more peaceful and relaxing and fun. And then you start living your dreams. Then you step into freedom and then you understand what Kelly and I have. And yeah, we definitely have fears are still training our mind. But when you see that we don't have the fear that has attached us to people and homes and jobs and salaries and benefits and you see it. And in some cases there is pure love for the seeming things and there's pure joy and bliss and that's awesome. In a lot of cases, it's not. This is where you have to go back to. Let's be real with ourselves. A lot of people, most people are not honest with themselves. 
we tend to really be honest with ourselves and that's why we go where we want whenever we want and we're free and we see the world and we do all these things and did a lot of mind training it's uncomfortable sometimes but what's the other option being bound that's not life that's hell when you're a victim that's hell it appears to be let people say a life that's hell because you feel like you're completely out of control you're under you're being controlled but when you face and feel and release the fear in your mind and you're like every problem every struggle is fear in my mind guys i'm gonna roll it's already coming up on eight ish uh thank you so much for joining man this twitter they want to they get right in there uh i take it off anyway i'm gonna do it let's take this off yeah Really appreciate it, guys. Uh, step into your mind. You'll get the answers. Face, feel, and release these fears, and you'll be liberated. You'll be living more from energies of peace and love and harmony. So I'm going to roll podcast-wise 36. Wow, that's one of my records.